0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: I'm going to bring on uh, Chris Capri from uh, Second Skies Forex. Chris, how are we doing today? Very good, and yourself? Dude, yeah, it's a turnaround Thursday, man. Stocks are up. What's that about? I didn't know that was allowed to happen, but apparently I was actually talking
2: about it with uh, with some of my members this morning that, uh, you know, when the VIX was kind of scaling up the last few days that that was going to put implied volatility pressure on stocks. Mm-hmm. and that we We're kind of going to see a reprieve today. And that's pretty much what happened. VIX fell off today. So I said, hey, if VIX falling down, then you should see stocks up on the day.
1: Unless you own energy or Tesla. All right. Well let let me hop off. (laughs) Let me hop off and I'll let you You uh, Tesla, would you? No, no, no. All right, I'm gonna hop out of here and let you do your thing.
2: Fantastic. Okay, so do share screen and all right. We should be it's looking a little flickery. That's weird. Is it flickering on your end? Whoa. I've never seen that before. Hold on it, one second.
1: That's really weird. Try stopping, oh, weird. try to stop share and then reshare it. But, yeah, I yeah so let me uh,
2: close that PowerPoint down and then re-bring it back up just in case it's the PowerPoint. I don't think it is. That was weird. <laughs> it might, uh, yeah. I don't know, glitch in the matrix there. or something. I don't know. Seriously. Okay, reloading and <laughs> there we go. Okay, so that's done. And now let's go back to StreamYard. Yeah, much better. Okay, so we're good. We're good. Okay, we're good. Sweet, fantastic. So my name is Chris Capri. I'm the head trader at Second Skies Trading. Today's or uh, my presentation is about healthcare trends and how to trade them. So first off, um, I'm not a healthcare professional. Most of the speakers have been speaking today, and there's been some great speakers. I've really enjoyed listening to them, and it really leaves me optimistic about the future of medicine, the future of healthcare and the directions that things are going. I am not a healthcare professional. I'm a trader by design. Even though I studied neuroscience and could understand many of the presentations that were happening before us, I'm not a healthcare professional. But what I do have is a unique set of skills that I have acquired over a long career. And so I've been trading for 21 years. This is just my brief shameless plug as a slide here. And so I was a former broker on Wall Street, so I have institutional experience, traded for a hedge fund, and we've had Second Skies for now 14 years. So I'm going to be coming in this presentation with an approach of, hey, after examining hundreds of stocks in the healthcare space, where do I see some of the really solid opportunities? And I'm going to be referencing that in the backdrop of the current market environment that we are experiencing. So with that being said, in terms of how I am making my decisions and how I make my trading decisions in the healthcare space, the bottom line for me is flows are king. And what do I mean by flows? I'm talking about order flow. So the bottom line is, is that the most proximate driver of a stock price moving up or down is going to be whether there are flows to the buy side or to the sell side and whatever is more dominant. If there's more dominant flows to the buy side, that stock is going to go up in price. If the flows are more dominant to the sell side, that stock is going to go down in price. If there are more institutions and hedge funds and dark pool, you know, activity going on in that stock to the buy side, it's going to go up in price. And if it's at the downside, it's going to go down in price. So in the end, regardless of the technology, regardless of the, the marketing and everything like that, if the money's not coming in, that stock's going to go nowhere. If the money's coming in and it's imbalanced to the buy side, that stock's going to go up in price. And so that is super, super important that we understand it. And that's the frame of reference that I am talking about these particular stocks that I think present good opportunities for Q2, Q3, and Q4, basically for the rest of 2021. I'm not talking beyond the horizon of 2021. I don't know what the market's going to be like in a year from now. And I am not interested in speculating that far ahead. Things seem to change on a year-to-year basis. Just look at the markets in 2020 versus 21, totally different. So I'm looking at this from the scope of today till the end of the year. What do I see as some of the top trades that I'd be interested in getting in right now? So all my decisions are based on flows. Option flows is key. Option dealers are the biggest uh, you know, option dealers and market makers are some of the most active players in the markets through hedging every single day, and the dynamic flows that they receive and have to hedge—they're very active in the markets. Therefore, their flows matter. I'm going to be talking and sharing about some of the dark pool activity that's going on in some of these stocks in terms of how many shares these stocks are being bought up in dark pools, and then I'm going to be talking about strength during and versus weakness. So. If you have been trading very actively the last few days and weeks and months since late February this year, you notice the markets have been struggling and there's no way around that. And so there has been weakness in the markets. And this is where when you see weakness in the markets, that's a time period where you tend to see uh, a kind of this separation between what has underlying strength and what does not. And so if markets are pulling back a little bit, but yet certain stocks are at their highs or posting new 52 week highs or all time highs, then they're diverging from that temporary weakness. They're showing strength regardless of the overall market weakness. And that separates them from the other players. And so those are ones that I'm have isolated after looking over hundreds and hundreds of stocks. And we've come up with what I think are eight potential trade ideas in the healthcare space. That doesn't mean that any of these presenters today don't present trade ideas. I'm not saying that at all. There's too many there to review or anything like that. I'm just looking at the ones that are really separating themselves right now and that are showing potential trade ideas for the rest of 2021. Okay, so with that being said, these are, uh, we're gonna start at the kind of top, kind of the meta index for the healthcare space. And then we're gonna move into some of the players inside that. So the meta index is kind of like the overall index for that particular space, the largest being XLV, that's the healthcare spider select. So 25 billion assets, 63 holdings in it, uh, average daily volume, 11.3 million, which is pretty solid for an ETF. Um, Year to date, it's beating out the S&P by a little bit. So it's beating the market, the benchmark for the market by about 0.3% right now. Um, I haven't checked price in the last few hours, but as of early this morning, it was up about 8.7% on the year. Uh, DPV, the dark pool volume right now, in terms of number of shares that are being owned or purchased on the XLV right now is 2.72 million. So that's a fair amount of an average daily volume. And to me represents a decent amount of strength that there is institutional interest, not just in the normal lit exchanges where you can see all the public information, but in the private exchanges where hedge funds, you know, will go to UBS, and their particular dark pool and say, hey, we want to buy some shares so we don't necessarily expose our activity and people don't know necessarily what we're doing. Those exchanges, those off-lit exchanges are showing a strong amount of dark pool activity for the XLV. So it's got not just in the lit exchanges, but also in kind of the hidden activity, it's got support underneath it. It also produces a dividend of 1.4%. So this is the meta index. It's showing strength in relationship to the benchmark right now, and it's outperforming the SPY, even though SPY has been pulling back, even though Qs are down from the highs, XLV is still showing strength. So that to me is a sign of a potential opportunity. We'll look at charts shortly. I'm just going to mention a few others, and then we're going to go straight to charts on this. Okay. So my top healthcare trade ideas for 2021, again, this is not to you know mean anything about the speakers today. There's several of the speakers today that I really like their stocks and I'm interested in taking a look at them further. But these are the top ones that I'm looking at right now. So Anthem, uh, we got Cigna, CVS. You should be noticing a theme of healthcare providers. Uh, HSIC, uh, IQV, MDT. I'm looking at a trade in that either today or tomorrow right now. UnitedHealth and then XLV, as we mentioned that. So with that being said, let's go straight to charts. And it looks like I'm just checking on the YouTube right now. It's about a 15 second delay. So charts should be showing up anytime soon, so. Okay, Benzinger Pro app, gotta give a shout out to that. Yeah, for the year, for year lifetime subscription, wow. I wanna sign up for that because this has been such a good app for me in terms of my trading decisions. Um, It is probably the most, next to my broker platform, it is the most essential trading app I use to make trading decisions and do my research. So let's talk about XLV and put up one other document there. Okay. So XLV on a day that the market is slightly underwater, showing weakness, especially in queues, XLV is on the highs on the day. And so there's a lot of markets that are down underwater and this is showing strength, that to me is a healthcare trend I want to watch. That is an instrument I want to watch because it's in times of weakness, it's standing tall. And that's important for me. That means you can't do that without supportive flows from the institutional market and it has to be in balance to the buy side. So where did this start out? I think it started the year at 113 roughly, which is right about here. And other than a brief dip, it's up on the air. Where am I looking to get long XLV? Looking at Option open interest, as I mentioned before, I feel like pullbacks to, and let me pull up my XLV notes. I feel like pullbacks to 120 strike or 118 present interesting buying opportunities. And you can see why I'm choosing 118 here. As we started the year, started the year strong, ran into a wall of orders. Again, flows are king. So at that point, the bears said, "Nah, we're going to absorb all this and we're going to push it back down." They push it down about eight percent in a matter of weeks, but it caught a bit and it's been gaining. What is that? Three, four, five, six, seven. It's like seven out of the last ten weeks. Assuming this week closes bearish, that's over time. That's the order flow communicating over time that there's a continual imbalance to the buy side because it's closing bullish. Stocks wouldn't have that. ETFs wouldn't have that if they were imbalanced to the bear side. So this is something that found a really strong bid around this 112, 113 area. Should we get back there? I'd gladly buy it. But I like this 118 to 120 as that's where I see option dealers and market makers saying, "Mm, you know, we don't feel that this really needs to get past this. We're kind of hedged at this position. There's a lot of gamma around this particular position. We'd like to buy between 118 and 120. So my potential trade idea on this one here is to get long around 118, 120. If you want to be a long-term holder in this for the year, collect a little dividend, I think it's fine. You can own the underlying. If you don't want to pay the premium for that or pay you know, a lot of margin in that, you can get long via options on this. Long calls, long bull call spreads. In terms of how I'd like to play this in terms of time and expiry, I think XLV at the end of the year is going to close above 125. I sense it closing somewhere around 135, 140, 150 range. So if you're looking for bull call spread or just call options, that would be potential targets you want to look to get out of it. So that is my first trade idea and healthcare trend is the ETF is showing an immense amount of strength in that. So number two, ANTM, Anthem. This is another one. Where is it on the weekly? At the highs. And so it's showing again an immense amount of strength on this one here. When I look at Anthem, so dark pool volume on this one is about 1.7 million, and its average 10-day volume is roughly as you can see right down here, and I'll bring out the trusty pen on this one, is a million. So on a day-to-day basis over the last 10 days, it trades about a million shares. Not super active, but decent amount, respectable. However, the amount of dark pool shares that are owning this is 1.7 million. So over one day's worth of a volume flows is all being bought through dark pools right now. So that tells me that there are institutions that are quietly buying this up and not necessarily making it public and known and that's why it's so well supported. So it started the year at 322. That's up a lot. I mean year to date looking at that it is up 23%. It's beating the S&P by about three times. That is a tremendous amount of strength, even on a week when the markets have pulled back pretty strongly over the last two weeks. Anthem is standing tall and holding serve at the top. So when I look at Anthem and my options kind of date on this one here, I don't think I have to go far for pullbacks on this one here. I like this area between 375. If I want to be a little bit more aggressive, I'll wait to around 382, 383. And same thing, if I, if you had to ask me where do I think Anthem is gonna end up at the end of the year, above or below current price, I'm gonna say above current price. I'm thinking into the 420, 430, 440 range. So again, long underlying on this one would be one of the potential plays. Um, it has decent dividend 1.16, nothing you can write home to mama about, but a little extra cash in the pocket there. So when I look at that, I'd like to get a little bit of a pullback especially if the markets as a whole continue to pull back that will drag on this a little bit, let it take a little shallow pullback into where a lot of option dealers and buyers are gonna wanna start buying this and hedging their position and then I'll look to get long. And so again, long underlying or long calls or long bull call spread. Um, SPAC poker, I'll get into your question in a little bit here, so. (laughs) <laughs> I trust Myron. <laughs> Copy that. Someone's a Myron fan. All right. Um, next one I want to talk about is Cigna. Again, healthcare providers are looking incredibly strong this year in a time period where Tesla is down, Teladoc, which was an amazing stock in 2020, even though it's got a great technology that's probably going to be good in the future for generations. The bottom line is the flows aren't there right now. Teledoc is down massively on the year. And so, or at least from the all-time highs. And the flows aren't there. The flows are in Cigna right now. So looking at the data on this, its average 10-day volume you can see is around 1.6. And Dark Darkpool uh, share uh, activity is about 1.9 million. So again, a little bit more than a day's worth of volume that's showing that institutions are quietly buying this up. So in terms of where I want to get long, you can kind of see these little orange areas. These are alert areas for me where I'd like to buy. If we can get to a 230 strike, I'm not sure we can. That would be pretty extreme. I would gladly scoop it up there. Otherwise, I like the 250 flat. So about $13 from where we are today. I think that's a pretty well-supported area. Acted as resistance here. Support on the pullbacks. That clearly shows buying interest. And it also shows that what sellers that consider resistance, once it broke it, the market then considered support. So that's what we call a, a role reversal level where the role of that level, which was being controlled by sellers, then becomes controlled by buyers. So all of these are relatively the same plays. Um, they're all looking long underlying, long calls, long bull call spread. And I like leaps on this end of year expiry or January 22 expiry. Um, Okay. Next one on the list. This is actually one of my stronger ones here is CVS. Partially because the liquidity and the options activity on this is much stronger. So when you look at the average 10-day volume, it's, you know, a lot of the others are around 1 million, 1.2 million, 1.5 million, 1.6 million. This has a lot more activity in it. 8.8 million is its average 10 day volume. And right now it's clocking at 3 million on the day. So this is one of those stocks that has a lot more liquidity, has a lot more options. Um, And also you see it in the dark pool activity. Right now there's about 3.4 million shares of dark pool buyers in CVS. So when I look at that, And when I look at it in terms of my options data, I think pullbacks to 80 and 77 are the levels that I'm looking to get long. 77 should be the clearest. For you traders out there, you can see resistance, 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 strong pullback, weaker pullback, very weak pullback, breakout. So clearly there was a lot of stops that had held this line here, and then it got tripped on earnings. And so I'm expecting a little bit of a pullback, kind of the post earnings hangover, so to say. You know, sometimes you get an earnings run for a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks, but usually you will see the market pull back a little bit after those earnings crushes. So looking at CVS, I'd like to see that pullback on this one here. We might get a shallow pullback only to the monthly VWAP. Otherwise, I like the 80 and 78 levels on this one. Stronger dividend also on CVS. So you got stronger liquidity, Stronger dividend, slightly cheaper price stock. You can accumulate more shares. This one I really, really like. This one I prefer more getting long the underlying, but you could also mix it up with underlying and option plays on this one as well. So of all the ones that we've covered so far, this one feels like one of the strongest ones out there. So yeah. Okay, next one on the list. This is a slightly smaller one. HSIC, Henry Shine medical distribution. So we're moving slightly away from healthcare providers. Again, another one that's showing strength, holding serve at the top. And so you can kind of see the area of where I'd like to get long. You can see my orange alert. It said acted as resistance for quite a long time and we've now cleared it. So you're talking years, five years, resistance, 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 couldn't get past it. Breaks above it, holds it on the pullback, and launch. So that kind of 72, 90, 73 area, which acted as a ceiling for so long, should act as a floor on pullbacks. And so for this one, I want a little bit of a dip, but overall, a pretty strong performer, and it's cheaper. So again, you could probably do more shares than you would on options on this one. Not as much volume and liquidity as some of the others. Definitely not as much as CBS. But to me, still a strong contender. No dividend, though, on this one here. Okay, looking at it. Um, okay, so uh, those two questions we can answer at the end of it here. So let's just keep rolling. So thank you. Eli, I appreciate that uh, on your positive comments there. All right, IQV. We got a few more. IQV, we got three more after this one. Okay. So health services, now we're getting a little bit more into services. Um, this one here, when I look at kind of what's going on on this one here, I'm looking for a little bit of a pullback on this one here. I'd like to see if we can get more towards that 217 or you know, somewhere between 200 and 185. In my opinion, that would be a gangster price level to get long. I think that is going to offer a tremendous amount of support. This thing has been gaining for three six, seven, seven out of the last nine weeks. We are seeing a little bit of a pullback. So from a trading perspective, uh, we're probably going to close below a monthly VWAP. That should put some downside pressure on it, which I'm fine with. I think this is a little overextended from the breakout. No dividend on this one here. Again, slightly lower liquidity, but I think a potentially decent plan pullbacks to 200 here. So kind of diversifying, making sure that we don't just have healthcare providers the last one was services, med- medical distributors. Now we're talking services. So just making sure that we're not all kind of collated into a leverage position. So IQV is the next one. Okay. MDT. This is one I am very interested in placing a trade on very, very soon. Maybe today, but I kind of want a little bit more pullback on this one here. So Medtronic. Medtronic. Very good volume, very good liquidity, very good options volume on this one here compared to the others. Not as much as CBS, but one of the top three in terms of options volume. And so to me, the level on this one is super clear. There you go 120. Not only lines up well technically, lines up well from an options perspective. So 120 being a major strike. Again, this is something that has broken through major resistance. Big sell-off. What is that? Like almost 40% sell-off. But then that's COVID obviously. But then just consistent accumulation. and We get up here and look at the pullback. Much weaker. Maybe 10% pullback. Bought up again. So bulls are buying higher up. They're buying closer to resistance. And when bulls continue to buy closer and closer to resistance, they're getting a worse price. They're doing so because they think, the market's going to push through. And so again, weaker pullback. So you got this higher low, higher low, touches it again, higher low, big breakout, haven't been back since. So I'm thinking that first return back to this kind of 122 to 120.60 area, that becomes a buy opportunity for me on this one. Also a decent dividend, 1.88% on this one here. Okay, we got one more. And uh, actually got two more. We got UNH. And if we, if we covered XLV, then I think we're good on that. So we just got UNH. Then I will do open Q&A here. So the next one, United Health. Again, another healthcare provider. You're seeing continued strength on that. So look at this one here. And I look at kind of my options, open interest data. This is the only one that kind of was basically communicating to me, hey, we got some fair amount of kind of hedging activity between 410 and 420. And so this thing might need to settle back a little bit before it can kind of reset. So the area that I like getting long is right here. And you can see my alerts, bam, bam there. So those prices are between 367 and 377. To me, that's a really fantastic location. In terms of value, we haven't had a pullback since this rip and breakout. I think the market needs a pullback. I think you're going to see some profit taking. You know, Some people that have been long since 320, they're up almost $90. If they start to see it, the markets are going to pull back in a significant way, they will start to cut their long positions, some exposure on that. That will further fuel the downside and a pullback. And then dealers and players will start to come in, start accumulating shares and get long on this here. So that's what I'm looking at on United Health. Not a bad dividend. Again, nothing to write home to mom about, but not a bad dividend to take home. So those are my top eight trade ideas. We blew through that pretty quick, I must say. And I like to do so many, um, I like to do some uh, open Q&A right now. So Victor Sales is saying so many tickers I never thought about. You know, same for me. I wasn't someone who was actively or aggressively trading the healthcare space. But then when I got invited, you know, to kind of speak in this conference, I said, you know, this is an industry where I've studied neuroscience. I've been studying a lot of the future kind of technologies in this area. And it's something that I'm very, how could I say, proactively involved with myself, being that I'm almost turning 50 and my health is becoming more of a priority. So I spent some time doing research on the healthcare space, and just pouring over hundreds and hundreds of charts and data and forms and everything like that. And it really opened my eyes to, you know, some stocks that I think have really good portfolio potential. I wouldn't necessarily look at these types of stocks as like gangster day traders or something like that. These are not something that's going to rip heavily in a day per se. And they're not something that have massive liquidity, but they continue to find institutional interest And they're continuing to find strength when markets, especially Qs and IWMs are showing weakness. So I like that. Anything that separates itself from the field and stands tall when things are getting tough, that's something I want to pay attention to. So, yeah. Um, Okay, so let's take a look at um, some of these other questions. Very educational, thanks, thank you. I appreciate that, Ember. How to find find dark pool volume. Um, You can do that through FINRA. Um, It helps to kind of understand your way around that. There are other ways to get dark pool volume, but that would be the easiest and simple ways to do it. Uh, IHT for medical tools. Let's take a look. Okay, it's a good rip on the day average 10 day volume is 20 million. Okay, so here's what's interesting to me about IHT looking at the weekly chart. So this is something that has kind of just recently woken up. Maybe there's an announcement. Let's check Benzinga and see if there's anything on the news that has come through recently. Not seeing any company specific news. Again, not seeing any news. Okay. So in the last few days, it's a low float stock. So let's take a look at that. Yeah, this could be, and and this kind of makes sense. You know, when we look at the chart, we'll go back to it. So float is only 2.9 million shares. This is a low float stock that's getting squeezed and is probably going to return back and crash. Um, It had, yeah, the last earnings were a little bit ago. So Here's my thoughts on it. You see how there's just no volume? You have like two weeks to pick up a volume, there's no volume. And then you get two weeks of volume. That generally, in my opinion, if there's no buildup in volume or anything like that and no news leading up to that, that usually is kind of like a, a low float stock type squeeze. Those things tend not to last. As you can see, last week opened at 239, printed a low of 188, ripped all the way up to 601. Where did it close? 350. So if you held that, overnight, your risks go up exponentially because this thing tends to fade a lot of those intraweek highs. There isn't enough shares to continue to support a higher price. So from a day trading perspective and a scalper's perspective, this could be something that's interesting. That's not something that I really recommend. I mean, it's not that I don't recommend scalping. I, I do scalping on my own, but this is not the kind of um, story stock, low float squeeze that necessarily is going to produce a multi-day type runner. So there's just, you know, all the volumes concentrated in two weeks, it's probably going to collapse back down. And when it does, it's going to be very fast and very violent. As you can see, the high in the week was $9 and we're down to six. So it's hard to control risk on things like that. This is kind of stock that gets halted a lot. Um, If we continue to see volume week after week after week, and we're in June and we're in July, and there's a whole new kind of volume profile that it's just more and more volume building into it. Then that might mean that institutions have started accumulating shares of this and they're starting to build it. But again, the floats 2.9 million. So you look at the stock and it fades almost every weekly rally. It's one of those that I think that is a little bit more caution from a medium to long-term perspective, but it's a great question. And uh, thank you for asking that, Pratibo. Um, How are we doing on time here, Benzinga? I just want to check in with you all and make sure I'm not going to run too far. I appreciate
1: you checking in. We actually have five more minutes.
2: Okay, I'll do a couple quick open Q&A and then we will wrap it up. Um, Independent Lives, ANVS. Novus bio. Oh, yeah, it's one of the big ones of... Okay. Pretty big rip. Let me see what's going on in the open interest world. Hmm. Hey, is there no options on ANVS? That is a question. Dark pool activity is pretty strong. It's pretty strong. This is something that, yeah, it's supported from a, a dark pool perspective here. My concern on this one here is that you can see how these weekly candles have a lot of wicks to the top side. It's not sustaining those gains granted the volume went from virtually non-existent. It's a little bit higher, but it's not, um, how could I say it's not bringing gangster amounts. I mean, the average 10 day volume is 115 K that's really low liquidity. Like if I wanted to, I could use a huge portion of my account and buy 115,000 shares of this. You know what I'm saying? If one person can do that, That's going to create kind of all kinds of liquidity issues, fill issues, probably spreads are an issue. So just on a liquidity perspective, this would not be the kind of stock that I would want to get too involved with. It it seems like it's the kind of stock that has a few days where, you know, it can have two, three million shares, and then it just kind of collapses after that. So you have to be really fast on this one here. So day traders, possibly some opportunities on this one here at the current levels not really crazy about it would probably want to wait till 22 or 20 and a half so yeah that's my thoughts on that one i got about three minutes left next up anvs charts like that are usually chinese discord pumping ups that's certainly a possibility thank you for the education on the volume as a squeeze awesome appreciate are weekly charts the best for longer term analysis um i don't think that any one time frame is the best um it's just it works well for me. You got to think of time frames as lenses. It's just a different kind of camera lens into the same landscape. And so for long-term kind of trading, if I want to hold positions for a month, quarter, you know, potentially a year, then I want to be paying attention to the weekly. The weekly also matters because it will give you information on these higher time frame support and resistance levels so that if you are day trading it, that you can see, hey, there's a major multi-year level just up ahead, maybe I wanna be cautious you know, buying into that. So it's just really to check in what are the major levels and if I'm gonna be holding things for months or maybe a year, that these are the kind of charts and timeframes I wanna look at. So great question. Um, okay, I think we have enough for two more tickers and we'll breathe through it real quick. Breeze and breathe. Silos Therapeutics volume, good liquidity. Um, so let's here. I like that part. I like how it's kind of was stuck in this, you know, kind of box low range on a weekly for a while, and it's just completely broken out of that. So that's all constructive. Um, the volume has picked up for sure since then. So it's attracting more and more interest. It's not there yet, but it's definitely attracting more see what's going on the dark pool side, not as much dark pool activity. And are there options on this bad boy? There are not a whole lot of very low option activity. Like mostly the call side is about 20,000 calls, roughly 4,000 puts. And a lot of that option is expiring this Friday. So it's probably going to put some pressure on this. I think it's five or six is going to hold the upside. I think this is going to revert back a little bit to maybe four or three before it finds a base, maybe even 250. 250, two 50. I'd be interested maybe. So that's a potential one there. And then the last one, Chris Del Accio, you're going to get the last ticker. And I'm not saying that because your name is Chris, by the way, I've never met a Chris. I didn't like, actually, there's only one that I met that I didn't like. So Sinio's health. Okay. his average Sunday volume is not bad day-to-day volume. Don't expect this thing to be a big ripper. S Y N H very low options kind of activity in this couple thousand calls, roughly 2000 puts you like, if you take options on this, you might have a hard time getting filled. If I took options on this, they probably wouldn't fill my order kind of thing. So S Y N H and we'll check, see what's going on in the dark pool world. Not a whole lot of accumulation in it right now. Um, but for what little data we have. Yeah. Between 75 and 80, I think this thing is supported. 72 is a pretty darn good support level. If we get back there again, this is not much of a ripper. And then this kind of 81, 80 area like 81 isn't bad. So those are some levels that I would consider getting long. Again, it's maintaining its strength. Um, Year to date, you know, it's 25%. It's almost three times the S&P. It's outperforming the S&P by a lot. You can't ignore it. Again, looking for strength when others are showing weakness. Okay. So I think I've hit my time limit, and I don't want to go past that. Spencer? And Spencer's clocking in, so (laughs) about to... Pull the yeah, key down and make me exit stage spend,
1: left. Spencer's here means it's time to go. No, in all seriousness, Chris, uh, fantastic stuff. If y'all want to uh, learn more from Chris, his website's up on the bottom of the screen. There are 4 xcom Chris, I've been meaning to reach out to you, but got to get you on more of our shows. So you'll be hearing from me soon. I, I, I like that.
2: Back. I'd be happy to. So I love all working right. with you guys.
1: Thanks a lot,
0: man.